yeah, we're we're really good at talking to each other about stupid shit constantly. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, plausible <laughs> deniability. Um, anyways, uh, hey folks, and welcome to Buzz Biology. Uh, Stevie Foxette here, and my first guest, probably my most frequent guest, because we live together, uh, is Becca Audrey. Hello. Uh, Becca and I have been friends since we were five. I think it's like 28 years now. Yeah, we're coming up on like a good, well, don't. Don't tell everyone how old we are. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, Too late now. It, shit. It. Shit. We, we met in the sandbox of kindergarten the day yeah. my little sister was born. So yeah. every year on her birthday is our friend birthday. Fr- a friendversary. A friendversary. Yeah. <laughs> and, yep. So, uh, yeah. We've yeah. been friends a long time. That's so, it. So, and I also, we also live together. So this is very convenient to be like, hey, I, like, I came home on like Sunday and I was like, like, I'm like, hey, we're starting a, well, actually I came home Saturday and I was like, hey. We're starting a podcast on Monday, and, and Becca I was, was like, dead, but "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, cool, let's do that and stuff." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Give me a couple days to recover." So I've talked about my background on the welcome page. I'm a biologist and a bartender. Uh, Becca, yes, you are. I am. Well, I am uh, better known as a uh, eighth grade teacher for history. However. Um, you can find me on Instagram as Aiel Runner because I am an ultra marathoner and I am hugely obsessed with the Wheel of Time book series, soon to be a TV series. And <laughs> Sponsored. 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 Um, and the Aiel are the uh, like culture of badass warriors that have like run long distances and stuff. So oh, I didn't I'm, know that. Yeah, so oh. I'm an Aiel, Aiel Runner. That makes sense. Cool. And, I'm a far dar as mine. <laughs> and uh, we're we're out here on the back porch drinking because mm-hmm. it's the best place to not d- disturb our bread away. Yeah, to disturb <laughs> Becca's husband who works very early in the morning. Exactly. Becca's off for the summer, so she's got all the time uh, in the world right now. I know. Um, Fabulous. And we're out here drinking. I'm drinking um, an Institution Ale Company beer, which is probably what I'm going to drink a lot of because it's one of the breweries that's close to my house. Yeah, and, and it's awesome. It, it's awesome. The beer is really good. I'm drinking Batch Four, Four Six One. Oh, there's a bunch of batches right now with all different numbers. It's a it's a <laughs> pale ale with uh, Cascade hops done cryo style. So. Oh yeah, you did you have me drink that the other night, or was that Brett? That might have I don't remember. It, it might really have been good. Brett. It's really good. Yeah. Um, basically, cryo hops is when they take the hops and they like cryo freeze it like with liquid nitrogen, and then yeah. they like remove the lupulin, which is the stuff that you get hop flavor from. Um, oh, and they like take super it. Smooth. Yeah, it's super smooth. They take it away from the hop cones, so you get the pure hop flavor, so you get whatever it's like going for yeah. without getting a lot of that leafy bitterness that you kind of get from when you add whole cones or leafy bits. I like it if it's bitter. It's, beer. it's bitter like me. It's bitter. It's bitter like our our like souls. Soul. Like my soul. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole point is you get a lot of that flavor. But you you know how when you like. When you open, it's like when you open a bag of salad and it's starting to go bad, and you get that weird leafy like bitterness. That's sometimes what the hop, the like hop cone does. You know what I'm saying? So it makes it makes the beer a lot smoother. Yeah, it's all kind of funky. And it's a pale ale. It's 5.5 percent. It's pretty. It's pretty mellow. And then what are you drinking, Beck? Well, my one of my defaults, as you'll notice, uh, I have a gluten intolerance. Um, doesn't stop me from drinking good beer because sometimes I'm willing to suffer. Yeah, sometimes she's um, like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna have a headache and a tummy ache tomorrow," but I don't care. Especially if it's a uh, Sierra Nevada Bigfoot barley wine. Hey. It will destroy me, but I will enjoy it. <laughs> um, it hurts I, so good. My, my default is the Stone Delicious IPA. It's a gluten reduced beer, um, so not gluten free, but gluten reduced. But because I don't have celiac, I don't need it to be gluten free. So. I'm kind of special, but He's special. Yes, and I've got my my. It's a what citrusy IPA with lemon drop and Eldorado hops. Oh, I didn't know I had lemon drop hops. Interesting. Yeah. It's very citrusy. It's very citrusy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably very like lemonade. Yeah. yeah. My other. Uh, it's been a while since I've yeah. My other go-to when I can find it is anything by Alpine Brewery because they use a certain ki- type of a uh, yeast um, that starts to break down the gluten. Uh, they don't advertise it. I did a lot of research on, like, uh, different, um, what's the, the alcohol, the beer, 
magazine art like uh, I don't know I don't what know. you're talking about. Uh, so I'll get back to you on that. But I did some <laughs> research about on, about it online about different gluten free beers, and that's one of the ones I can have. So I do a lot of yeah. Out- I need to get you Berryessa Brewing Company okay. one of these days. They're out of Winters. They're off the five hundred five on the way to okay. San Francisco, and like one of the brewers' wives is like gluten intolerant. Oh, okay. So they do the they use the same kind of yeast strain. What the heck? Sorry, we're outside and there was a weird noise. There, there be monsters there, in these woods. There be monsters here. <laughs> um, um, the other one that I love that uh, you know just shout out for Ghostfish uh, Brewery oh yeah. Ghostfish. In, in Seattle because they are all 100% gluten free and they are the bomb. Mm-hmm. It's kind so. of a bummer because when you actually like a lot of places that actually make beer with like non wheat grains, it just doesn't taste quite right. Most of them use sorghum and that stuff tastes like I called it sour gum for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Because well one, I am special and I thought it was actually called sour gum. And <laughs> two Yeah. And two, it makes that shit sour. Yeah. So, so I don't know what Are we cussing on this? Oh yeah, we're totally cussing. Okay, I already yeah. got warned it on the intro like I was like I cuss like a fucking sailor. So no ear muffs right. here. Exactly. All the cuss words. Right. Yeah, no, Good. yeah, it, make, <laughs> it makes it taste like shit. But yeah, I had some ghost fish switch to you, and it actually tastes like beer. It's it doesn't really taste good. like it's so weird, good. weird beer. Yeah. So, so yeah, right. we won't always be drinking beer. I'm like, we'll get, we'll I've get got some kick-ass moonshine. I know you have that moonshine. That's dangerous. That's like, but you can't have you can't have some of it because I like I want to try to do the peach one. Oh. But I still have the um, spicy uh, honey brandy from Slovenia. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that stuff. That stuff. <laughs> that stuff. One of these days we need to do that. Uh, when we're maybe more comfortable with what we're doing, exactly. we can drink a little heavier. <laughs> yeah. So this is the first episode where it's just like, let's like, let's drink, but take it easy. Let's, let's like figure this let's out. Let's figure it out. And then, yeah, one of these times I need to make us like craft co- like a cocktail, like a fancy okay. cocktail. I'm down maybe with that. I can figure out things. Some vodka. Some vodka. Give me something with some vodka. vodka. Because I like, it, like vodka. ferment potato. Yes. I can have <laughs> like, these things. Like in mother country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, fun thing, even, even the stuff that's made with like wheat and barley, um, because of the distilling process, it takes gluten out. D- I, would, I would argue it depends because you give me some freaking whiskey and I am like flat. Well, on I the think floor that's whiskey. I... I think that's just whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I am like blacked out freaking drunk after like two shots and I'm like I don't know my well, name. name I think that's just how whiskey reacts to you yeah it's true <laughs> tequila does that too or like I say tequila 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 sure. makes yeah. me take all my clothes off I also joke that I really like tequila but tequila does not like me yeah I've, like, there's many a night that I don't I don't remember how I got home and you wake up like naked and you're like what how did this happen <laughs> oh yeah I had tequila shots Last night. Why do my joints hurt? Yeah. yeah. That was not a good, a good idea. idea. I think I remember like breaking through a window. The only mm. time I can drink tequila is and margarita. I can have a, a margarita. I can have one margarita. I can't do two. Like when we go to Don Cucos. We should do Don Cucos margaritas one night. Not one night and then record. We should do something about uh, like Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Ooh, the Jaguars. Yeah, we could talk about Jaguars. Okay, bookmark. Save that for a future episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I can have a, a margarita Gosh. and then. When El Chupacabra, uh, when I go to field, ca- when I'm out in field camps with one of my mentors, they always get a bottle of Casadores and we pass it around. And I think it's just sip it. It's because we're sipping it. And we're by a campfire. For some reason, I think it's because I just like I'm like. I also fake out, fake them out, because they're like, let's get drunk, and I'm always like, like, I'm gonna spit back in the bottle. Well, you know how you do, like, the thing where you lift the bottle up, but your lips are closed? Like, I do a lot of those, like, oh, man, the tequila really burns, and even though I didn't take any of it in. to be tricky. Um, so tonight's topic... You just gave away your tricks. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, everyone erase that from your memory. I don't think they're gonna listen to this. Maybe. You never know. I never know. You never know. (laughs) You never know. Um, but... Anyways, tonight's topic, usually the way this is going to work is if I have a guest, they're going to come to me with whatever they want to talk about, but since we... I'm the default. She's the default. But since we live together and the fact that... You know a lot um, of shit about animals. Scoos. She already knows a lot of stuff and we have other things we want to talk about, but there's one topic that both of us adore and we... I'm down to talk about anytime and we, we kind of... I kind of suggested it, so we're going to talk about... Australia. 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 And it also gave us a chance to use our Australian accents to talk about drop bears <laughs> and kangaroos. That's right. That's right. It's been a while, it's been a while. since I've done my Australian accent. You a little rusty? A little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit. Um, if I turn into a Scot, you'll know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you actually just sounded like my friend Hannah a little bit. I get a little, bit, I get a little bit of a, a New Zealand accent too. 
Oh, well, yeah, do yeah. Australian, you got to be so careful not to... I'm sorry. <laughs> hold out. You can't cross New Zealand yeah. and Australia. I'm They're sorry. very different countries. <laughs> they are, and I understand, you and I'm really sorry you don't, it happens. You don't call an Aussie a Kiwi, and you don't kill, call a Kiwi an Aussie, because that's yeah, how you get call, your lights punched out. You, you can't. know what the Aussies call the Kiwis? Sheep shaggers. Sheep shaggers. Ah. Uh, <laughs> um, also, Australia is kind of important to us, because for both of us, Steve Irwin is very formative yeah. to us, um, which is funny. I was thinking about it. Remember how much I did not like him when he first came on the scene? No, because I think he's amazing, and I've I know. always loved him, and I remember like watching his show from the very first episode, and I think I cried for like a week after he died. Um, and I still follow Bindi and mm-hmm. Robert on Instagram and Australia Zoo. And I think that they're so adorable. They're I'm adorable. So, I'm so proud of how Bindi has grown up into like a, such a strong and like competent woman. Yes, so. for sure. Like I also, I also love the long Steve running joke proud. they had with, um, oh, what, who was it? Um, that they named the the chlamydia koala center after him, <laughs> John, John Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, so you have to understand the whole story. Okay, so that explain. was all right. So. The uh, last week tonight mm-hmm. did an auction to try and like save the last blockbuster like store That's in right. the country, and it's in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And so part of the of auction was Russell Crowe's like jockstrap That's from right. Gladiator. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then so after like they got all the money and stuff for you know the jockstrap for Russell Crowe, uh, Russell Crowe like went back at him and was like, hey, I'm going to donate a ward in the Chlamydia Center in your name. <laughs> and so, yeah, John Oliver's like, I have a Chlamydia Center with my name And on I just it. love it. They record the video. They're it like, here so at the John Oliver <laughs> Chlamydia Center. Because it's actually, it so it's like a serious problem. It is a serious problem. But the whole, like, but it's so funny. It's hysterical. It's so and funny. You can tell John Oliver is super proud of his chlamydia center. It's it's true. I didn't do. I actually did not do that much research about koalas because I want us to talk about koalas in a future episode. Okay. And how I kind of think they're garbage. Okay. So uh, bookmark on that. Koalas are garbage. Spoiler. Drop beers and koalas are garbage. 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 Spreading that. Spreading that chlamydia. Spreading that chlamydia. Dropping down and eating your face off. Warning. One of the first things that becomes impaired when I am drinking is my speech. Well, so, yes. Like, I think... Just say it. <laughs> I can drive for like 100 miles while I am drunk, but don't let me talk to you. Yeah. I can just walk done. that straight line. As soon as you get pulled over, talk. as soon as you get pulled over, the cops are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, I will blow in that thing and you will not be able to know. It'll be a point zero six, but I can't fucking talk. Yeah. <laughs> But that's fine. That's kind of the whole point of this. <laughs> exactly. I already said, I'm like, this ain't going to be like Drunk History where we're like, incoherent, completely in vomiting. I mean, we can't we... guarantee that won't ever happen. Sure, I mean, it's, we can do sometimes it's hard to judge. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do everything we can to mitigate that. Mitigate that. <laughs> um, but the main thing that I did a bunch of research on today, and we're going to talk about, is why the fuck is Australia so fucking weird? Yes. Because it's got a lot of weird shit going on. It has a really high concentration of marsupials. Everything is poisonous. Everything is poisonous or deadly somehow. Like, even in theory, like, koalas could probably kick your chest in. Just because they haven't yet doesn't mean they won't. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, and the platypus. What is that? Dude, the platypus. Okay, so I'm going to get into the monotremes a little bit. But platypi are even venomous. They have spurs. No, so it's, it's, uh. What the fuck? There's this awesome t-shirt that I love. And it's, like, it's beaver and cobra and like something else, and it says our powers to <laughs> kind of yeah our platypus our platypus <laughs> like I mean oh a duck oh a duck yes because yeah, so they're like it's a, a duck beaver, thing a cobra and a duck our powers combined yeah the thing platypus. the thing is I don't know about the cobra part because it's not well, a biting I know it's it's not poisonous it's it's no, not I, and it's not I a bitey thing think they have a similar kind of venom though. Actually, I didn't do any research into the venom. I, I think it's a similar type of venom. Interesting. So it's just it's on spurs on their feet yeah. instead of being like a bite thing. So actually, they are still venomous. They're not poisonous because poisonous, venomous is if is it bites you, and you get sick, it's venomous. Poisonous if you, if you bite like, it and you get sick, it's poisonous. What if you rub it and you get sick? Poisonous. Okay. If if it's if it has to deliver the venom to you by punching you with something. Punching you with its teeth or with its foot. (laughs) Teeth punch. I don't want to get punched with teeth. Teeth punch. (laughs) (laughs) That's what crocodiles do, right? It's just an elaborate punch, (laughs) just with teeth. They're ninjas. They're ninjas. Just really big, lumbering ninjas somehow. (laughs) Uh, But uh, if, yeah, venomous is it has to apply poison to you with a needle thing, whether it's in their mouth or on their body. Poisonous is if you're like, oh, cool, and you pet it. 
and you're like, oh, like, fuck, my arm fell off. Like, that's poisonous. <laughs> that's really poisonous. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Like, I mean, oh. oh, look at this cute little cuddly, like, caterpillar over here. It's like poison dart gonna, frogs. Like, I want to kiss them on their heads so bad. They're so cute. Yes. But they're but so they're, like, toxic. Gonna, like, kill you. I know. They're adorable. Adorable. I want to, like, hold them and stuff. I know, I don't. I feel like my hands are going to melt. Yeah, I think that might happen. <laughs> like... Just seizure. It's like that scene from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where just like yeah, Aah! where the skin melts off, yeah. like when they look into the ark. Spoiler alert for a movie that's <laughs> over, oh, that's older than us. But spoiler alert. <laughs> I think that movie's almost full. Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> the Nazis. The Nazis. The Nazis. The Nazis. Um, but yeah, the main thing that I'm I took notes on today because I realized I did all this research onto like monotremes and uh, marsupials. Monotremes are egg-laying mammals like platypi. Okay, I was like. Platypuses, hand raise. <laughs> that's how you're gonna do it. Just say hand raise, hand raise. When, when you have a question. So monotremes are egg-laying mammals like platypi. Okay. Platypuses. I think actually maybe platypuses. Are oh. there more than one egg-laying mammal? Yeah, echidnas. Oh yeah. Yeah. Aren't they like really endangered though? Yeah, there's a couple species of them. Uh, to be fair, I don't think platypuses are doing great either. Um, no, but I think I just watched about how, like, echidnas are, like, really, really endangered. They get hit by cars a lot, unfortunately, because they just trundle around at night. Yeah, they're like... Do-do-do. Mm-hmm. Do-do-do. Um, and then, yeah, so I did monotremes and uh, uh, marsupials, which are technically called metatherians. So therians, therian, I'm going to use eutherians a lot just to refer to placental mammals because it's a shorter word. So therians refers to, they're descended from theropods which are an old lineage of synapsids, so they're kind of reptiles that started to turn into mammals, which is the basic, most basic way I can explain theropods. Following you. So, you, E-U, as a Latin suffix, means true. Okay. So, eugenics, I hate it that this, this is the example that came to my brain, but eugenics is true genetics, which is <laughs> no. ske- sketchy. I, I'm really mad that <laughs> that was... Nancy. You Nancy. Nancy. I'm a Nancy. Um, da. Ah, my face Satan. is melting. Satan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, marsupials are referred to, referred to technically as metatherians. So meta means a level above or a, lo- a different level. Okay. So they're a next. They're so meta. They're so meta. Oh my god. They're so meta. Like, oh my god. They're just like on another level. They're just like on another level. That's great. So marsupials are metatherians. Therians, and that's how I learned it in mammalogy. Shout out to Jay Bogiato, who is my mentor for most of my biology career and mammalogy. Um. But, so, I kind of, like, listed those off. There's also a bunch of plant stuff that's weird in Australia that I didn't even get into because I'm not super great with plants. Uh, well, I know that there's, like, eucalyptus and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, oh, my God, don't even get me started on eucalyptus that, and that conservation. my dad's super allergic to. I didn't know your dad's super allergic to eucalyptus. Oh, shit, that's crazy. I remember this episode of Survivor Man and Les Stroud ate some, like, beetles that, or no, like, <gasps> slugs that go into some kind of bark out in the outback, and he said they tasted like sawdust. Interesting. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Here's your random fruit. Mm, random fruit. Um, <laughs> so basically... And, and shout out to Liz Stroud, <laughs> Survivor fan. Shout out. Shout out. Um, so first, like, the where all of this comes from, interestingly, though, I actually, after I did all this research on, like, monotremes and marsupials and stuff, I was like, oh, wait, I didn't even cover. I have four pages. I'm like, I'm I have four pages notes. of notes. Okay. Um, I have, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even do research on why there's so many venomous species in Australia, and then I went and tried to do research on it, and I couldn't find anything. Okay, so, like, we, It's a, crazy. There's a 100-mile race that, um, man, who was it, Col- Courtney DeWalter, who, if, I might be saying her name wrong, but if you follow uh, Ultra Running at all, she's the girl that wins, like, everything, and she runs in, like, a regular, like, t-shirt and basketball shorts, like, men's clothing. And That's she's crazy. And badass. Um, but she ran out, and there's a 100-mile race in, like, Australia that happened recently, and I was like, there's all kinds of fucking poisonous shit out there. I'm like, she's gonna get eaten by, like, a crocodile or, like, a brown <laughs> snake, and, like... Salty's gonna get her. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm gonna look it up, because I told Brett, I was like, I think it's, like, the top ten, like... Of the top ten most venomous snakes uh, in the world, six of them are in Australia. And pretty like I yeah, don't it's crazy, that, but it's something like that. Um, and I could not fucking find it. Oh, I was weird. so pissed. I was like, oh, damn. I'm like, all right. So there's the um, brown snake. There's inland Taipei, Taipan, inland which Taipei. is like there's a there's a the most coastal. Right. There's a bunch of sea snakes too. Yeah, and then there's sea snakes. Um, 
And then there's, like, two more that I can't think yeah. of. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I just, like, looked them up, and I just kept finding lists of, like, most venomous snakes and how most of them are in Australia. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. We and all like, know that. That's cool. Fine. Yeah. But why? I could not find any research. Why? I did find one interesting thing. Well, because it's a big island. I think that's what it is. And we'll get into the big island thing. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing I did find about the snakes. There's no vipers over there. It's all lapids. <gasps> that's Which true. is weird. Which is weird, because you would think venomous snakes, right? Vipers. No. No fucking vipers in Australia. That's like monkeys and apes. Like, you know, like, there's, like, monkeys in, like, the New World and apes, like, Old World? Kind of, yeah. And you have different monkeys. You have Old World monkeys and New World monkeys that yeah. are very, very different. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of this has to come to transition time into <laughs> Gondwana, which is where I want to start. Gondwana land. Gondwana land. Have you not heard of Gondwana land? No. Oh, man. Okay, so you know what Pangea... Kind of sounds like guano. Guano? No, not related. <laughs> Unrelated to guano. The land of guano. Land of guano. Actually, of that would be a poop. very profitable land. It would be. Like, so much money. Welcome to the land of that shit. shit. Where, we, where we make so much fertilizer. No, so Gondwana <laughs> is basically... Um, so Pangea was the supercontinent, right? And everyone yeah. knows about Pangea, which is really funny because Pangea wasn't around for that fucking long. Um, so Pangea was actually made up of Laurasia. Yes, I and then that. Gondwana, which was often referred to when I learned it as Gondwana Land, but that sounds like a Disneyland. It kind land, of makes I don't you think like of it. like Wakanda. Yeah, a little like, bit. Yeah, yeah. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. That's right. Um, so Gondwana was a supercontinent that was made up of Australia, India, Arabia, because that whole Arabian like subcontinent is on its own plate. Okay. South America, Africa, and Antarctica. So basically kind of everything in the southern hemisphere was Gondwana. And this is a bunch of tectonic plates. Are there vipers in India? Oh, yeah. No, no, the viper, the viper thing is unrelated. That was just a I know, but I'm note. just thinking, because, you know, now you have me stuck on that. I was like, wait, are, do cobras count as a viper? Uh, they don't have the, no, the diamond No, shape I think cobras are actually a lapids. That's what I thought, too. I know mm. we have vipers. I don't, I didn't do it. Mm. I'm going to have to come back to the snake thing. Pause. Future episode about snakes. <laughs> we have to. We're going to have to come back to this. Because basically I just got stuck on mammals. And yeah. then it was just like, oh shit. Well, just because I always like to tease our friends, uh, JK and Narisha, um, that they always like think it's like scary to go like running out in Southern California. I'm like, when you go home and you go running, you can get like chased by cobras and lions and elephants. Tigers and shit. Yeah. Or like, not lions. I'm sorry. Tigers. Tigers. <laughs> That's what the beer. Cats. I don't know. <laughs> Some kind of cat. Cats. You know, whatever. No, cats. But I'm like, uh, so, um, yeah. Rattlesnakes, they're not going to chase you. They're me. not going to chase you. But a cobra will fucking chase you. Will chase you. you. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. True. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or she's like, oh, oh, I can't do it right now. Dang it. I'm really good at Indian accent, <laughs> but I won't go there right now. No, we're not there. We're not oh, in I'm India. Sorry. We're in I'm Australia. Sorry. Australia. Uh, so. so- Gondwana was a supercontinent that existed from the Neo-Protozoic area, era, which is very early. Sure. Uh, fi- the five, era. 550 million years ago, which is a long fucking time. Sure. And then it finally broke up in the Jurassic. So it's like, it was like the, the, like the baby amoeba area phase. Yeah, like baby amoeba. I actually... Yeah, there was like small single-celled like proto something zoa is like amoebas. Right, but that doesn't that the era is not named after the proto. Yeah, sure. I don't know my notes. It's all premium amoebas. They they were born too early. Too early, premium amoebas. Premium amoebas. They have to go in their little amoeba incubators. (laughs) And then they went to the Jurassic with their dinosaurs. So Guandana existed for a long. That's a long fucking time. Laurasia was I think already breaking up before that. Um, so uh. Like I said, it, it was all those, although, <laughs> god damn it, all, <laughs> alcohol, alcohol, alcohols. Um, so eventually kind of everything but Australia and Antarctica broke off and started doing their own thing, crashing in, like India crashed into the Asian, like the Indian subcontinent crashed into Asia um, and made the Himalayans. They had a sick party. They had a sick party. Yeah. Just crashed that party. Yeah. I want to come over here and get your mammals. Yeah. I want to leave monkeys to bathe in hot springs in <laughs> <and> the snow. <laughs> snow. That's with Japan. tigers. With tigers and shit. Well, that's Asia. It is Asia. It's just like a weird volcanic chain off to the side. It's like yeah, Asia's but Hawaii. It's, but it's still Asia. Uh, you said, you said India Asia. crashed into Asia, and that's what I went with it. I'm drinking my beer too fast is the problem. That's um, okay. We so can have more. We can have more. We can always pause it and take a bathroom break and get more beer, which is something we can always do. Um, so even though the contents are all... Contents? Contents? Contents. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> even though the continents... <laughs> what are their contents? Contents. The contents of these continents. A. Oh, Why are we Canadian? I don't know. <laughs> a. Which, I don't know, another weird independent colony of <laughs> England, I guess? Uh, Australia's still owned by England, right? I think so. Isn't it like Canada, oh. where it's like its own independent... I think so. I think so. They still it's play... part of the Commonwealth, isn't it? Yeah. Kind yeah. of? Yeah, they no, still... No, no. Can- Canada's independent. No, Canada's still part of the Commonwealth. The Queen goes and visits. It's still part of England. Well, kind of. In a weird way. Because they've, they've come here to visit, too. Right. But I think Canada is... A... No, I'm pretty Canada... sure Canada's independent. Doesn't Canada still sing God Save the Queen? No. Oh, maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe Australia is still part one. of the Commonwealth. I don't know. This isn't a... Hi- this ain't no histo- <laughs> history or geography podcast. Damn it. Damn it. Sorry, Becca. Sorry, any Canadians we may have offended. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Canadians. We'll work on our Canadian Sorry. 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 Uh, So even though the continents are now very separated, they're no longer obviously attached anymore, but they share a lot of biological things. Um, The main example that I came up with was there's a lot of plants that are very specific to, like, South America, Africa, India, Australia, Papua New Guinea. They're all very similar because they all kind of evolved at the same time, Uh, including... um, the plant family Proteaceae, which Proteo means beginner. So it's like these very like okay. early kind of flowering plants. Again, not a plant person. Don't don't hold me to that. <laughs> Any botanists out there? Any like, why? Bo- Sorry, botanists. Um, also, like a good example is ratites. So ratites rats? are the no, not rats. Ratites, <laughs> ratites. They're those big flightless birds. Oh, so ostriches. Definitely not rats. Definitely not rats. Definitely the not rats. Emus. Emus. And. There's ostrich, emu, and... That are still alive. No, no, no. There's a third one. There's four still alive. Well, actually, there's five, to be Damn. honest. All right. So... Ostrich, is it not, emu... What's in, what's in South America? There's one in South America. Uh, in South America? Uh-huh. Fuck. The Rhea? I don't know that It's one. like a tiny emu. Oh, not okay. that tiny. It's oh, still okay. smaller. Yeah, but then, okay, it's so the last one. I know the name of it. It's the... It's not... Oh, God damn it. What is it? It's a... Not a, not a copy, but something kind of close. Oh. Because a copy is the, like, deer thing. Yeah, it's a deer. It, no, it's, well, a copy is like a giraffe thing. But the word. The word is similar. Uh, I was going to say there's there's kiwis. No. What was the other one I was going for? And cassowaries? No, cassowary. Cassowaries. Those are the kicky birds. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that supposedly... The ones want to eviscerate you. Yeah, they supposedly can kick you so hard that you they stop your heart beating, but there actually is no recorded deaths from cassowaries. Human deaths, anyways. Huh. Um but yeah, so ratites all found in those. No, a copy. Gone. A copies are the deer ones, and the tapers are the elephant ones. Well, no, they're not. Tapers yes. aren't related to elephants, though. They have like the prehensile no, they, noses. They, how they look are different. Well, yes, 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 yes. Oh, copy are basically jungle giraffes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then tapers look like little hippopotamus. Elephants. Yes. Yeah, but they're related to horses. Okay. okay. Um, Back on task. But yeah, any ra- anyway, you find ratites in those Gondwana continents. South America, Africa. We got rats and guano. Rats and guano. We're set. We're set. We got the plague um, and the, we got fertilizer. God damn it. There was another one that I didn't write down that I was thinking about too. Um, anyways, marsupials are like the best example of this because you'll see some really crazy things with marsupial evolution. So, and then monotremes too. So monotremes... Um, Whatever. Eggs are boring. Let's go with no. Uh, eggs are cool. They're egg, they're they're weird. I have some weird, gross facts about monotremes. Okay. Okay. Continue. Continue. Um, so uh, monotremes include platypus and echidnas. I think there's two species of echidna. It might be three, but there's only one species of platypus. Yes. Yeah. So they I all they all lay eggs. Um, so they have some traits that are more closely associated with reptiles. Uh, it. And actually, that's not reptile traits. It's traits that they share with the theropods that I was talking about, the synapsid Which ancestors. That's an early firework. Early firework. I don't know if that came across, but it spooked me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, no, no, no. We are not still at Camp Pendleton. They are not firing mortar rounds. Mortar rounds. I am not traumatized. <laughs> not at all. No PTSD here. <laughs> um, but they, like, uh, they have rostrums, so they kind of have, like, the beaky things. So platypus obviously has, like, that duck bill. Yeah. Echidnas have that weird, like... It's like a snout thing. It's like a snout thing, yeah. but it actually has like those electroreceptors in it as well. So it can it both platypi and echidnas can sense their prey because they can sense the electric signals okay. that their little like prey is putting off, like they a crawfish. Remind me of like aardvarks. Kinda, yeah. 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 I'm about to bring up aardvarks in another context mm-hmm. in a minute. Ooh. Um. 
they eat, like, kind of rubbery shelled eggs. Like snakes. Like snakes or, like, turtle eggs. They kind of remind me of turtle oh, eggs. Turtles. They um, They are incubated and hatched outside of the body. Um, but they have a... What's really fucking weird is they make a temporary pouch. Because their babies... Their, their babies are born kind of like... You know how marsupial babies are, like, really poorly formed? They're yeah, born... They, like, crawl up into the pouch. Yeah, they do that, but the pouch is temporary. Like, their body's just like, let me grow a pouch for you. Which is fucking terrifying. That's really cool. Isn't that cool, but spooky? Like suddenly, no, it's imagine like it's like it's like, hey, I need more room for like my groceries. Let me grow a pouch. <laughs> that would be so convenient. It would be awesome. Because sometimes like the Donald Mom groceries don't fit in the back. Or if you like want more food and save it for later, you're just like, I'm just gonna like put this in the pouch. Start digesting Ba-boo. this now, and then I can just suck it up later. It'd be good to go. Yeah, that's perfect. Gross. The other thing that <laughs> they have really that's really gross. <laughs> the other thing that they have that tripped me out when I first learned about it was they don't have nipples. Mm. They still exude milk, but they don't have nipples. So echidnas make these little, like, bumps. Is it like a straw? No, it's like a lobule. Like, it's not even a nipple. It's just, like, a bump that forms in the pouch. Again, with the temporary pouch, a little lobule It's kind of like, like, like a cyst or something. Yeah, like, like a milk cyst. That sounds appetizing. <laughs> milk, milk cyst. Yes. Milk cyst. Don't pop it. Don't pop it. It's going to be milk ever. Platypus don't even form that. They just have a patch on their abdomen that has fur on it that just leaks milk. Can you imagine that? Are they just, like, licking it? They're like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. It's like Like, River licking Brett's head at night. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the cat just, like, licking someone's hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's creepy. Act more specific. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. (laughs) They don't know who River is. They're like, who's River? River. Does River Phoenix live with you guys? Like, what the (laughs) fuck's happening? I thought he was dead. No, his his spirit is with us. His spirit is with us. Yes, he he licks he licks Brett's bald head at night while we're watching I TV. I didn't know that. That's weird. I didn't even know that detail. <laughs> God, River's weird. He is. He's a weird cat. He attacks my head too. Yeah, I've seen him do that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking bastard. Um, and then uh, so the fossil record with these monotremes, most of them are found in Australia, but they do have one from Argentina, which is from sixty-two million years ago. So monotremes were in, obviously, at least one other Gondwana continent at some point. Which one? Uh, Argentina. South America. Ah. Um, well, they're weird, too, so it's okay. Yeah, South America's kind of strange. You know. Yeah. They have the it's Amazon just... and shit. Oh, the Amazon. Oh, the Amazon. Oh, we can talk about that yeah, another We time. can talk about that another time. Another topic. Um, and then we have marsupials, a.k.a. metatherians, which I was talking about earlier. So meta. Um, do you want to take a break right now? And get another drink. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Okay, goodbye. Um, when we come back, uh, we are going to talk about marsupials and marsupial evolution. Metas. Metas. Metatherians. That's the one. That's the one. So when we get back, we're going to talk about marsupials and then how their evolution kind of shows how weird Australia is. All right. Sounds good. BRB. Oh, I hate that I just said that. Okay. We are replenished. We have emptied... Our bladders and have replenished with more beverages. More bladder feeling. More bladder. Bladder feeling goodness. It's an endless cycle. I keep making this joke at work and people laugh at it. And I'm like, well, you know, you don't buy beer. You just rent it. (laughs) And it goes over really well with all, like, the older guys that come to the bar. (laughs) They're like, I've never heard that before. And I'm like, really? I got that saying from my granddad, so. That's really funny. I haven't heard that before either. It's one of my papa-isms. That's awesome. Yeah. You don't buy beer. You just rent it. All right, where were we? We were talking about marsupials. Metatherians. Metatherians. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, gold star for me. Gold star, gold star. Um, so the metatherians and the eutherians kind of separated uh, evolutionarily in the middle Cretaceous, like 98 to 100 million years ago. Okay. So right before the dinosaurs all fucking died. Cool. And by right before, I mean many, many millions of years before. That's the crazy I thing. Yeah, I know you have a dinosaur. Becca has a has a tortoise. What kind of tortoise is it? She's a California desert tortoise. Yeah, her name. She's awesome. She's pretty great. It's weird being responsible for a tortoise sometimes because I'm just like, you're you're not a cat. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do with you? I was in the hammock today and yeah. she like came over and like sat under me. Oh, cute. cute. She missed me. Like so interactive for a turtle. Like <laughs> like that's a lot of that's a lot of emotion. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. lot of emotion. They're very smart though. They are very smart. She's a skate artist. Yeah. Anyways, as we learned. Back on, back topic. on topic. Um, so, uh, peak diversification of marsupials occurred in, at the late Cretaceous, early tertiary. So, like, late, right before dinosaurs died off, right after dinosaurs died off. 
So, again, age of mammals. So, the dinosaurs had died off at the end of the Cretaceous. Yeah. Through however we think it happens. I think we're all pretty sure at this point it's an asteroid, but I haven't done any research about it lately. Is there some sort of significance as to why they called it the early tertiary period? Because if you're looking at, like, historical documents, you have primary, secondary, and mm-hmm. tertiary sources. So, uh... We are currently in the quaternary, if that makes any difference. I don't know where tertiary came from. I'd have to look it up. So what was the primary era? Probably, like, like, uh, Paleozoic. (laughs) And then, what was this? I don't remember. Dude, I'm so bad at epochs and eras and stuff. I was trying to make myself a cheat sheet today, and I was just, like, getting lost. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck this. So, I don't know. Get. I'm not good either. I'm going to need to do my own episode. That's just me being like, okay, let's let's get drunk and wade through the eras. (laughs) I can help with that. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a cool one. Yeah. All right, well, note to self. Note to self. Um, so, anymore, really, the only place we see significant amounts of marsupials is in Australia, right? Yeah. But we do have still a number that have held on in Central America, uh, Mexico, and South America. There's marsupials. in Mexico? Well, we have a native marsupial here in North America. The armadillo, right? Nope. No. Aardvark? Nope. Which one? Opossum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Virginia opossum. Armadillo? No, armadillos are, are Theran, eutherians. They mm-hmm. they have live babies. They have quadruplets, actually, when they have babies, which is really fucking crazy. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So we have opossums, opossums. Which, which I have a hard time... You mean possums? No, because there's possums in Australia, and they're much cuter. Don't shake your head at me. They can't hear that at home. Don't use the O. No, it's opossum. No, because I know, I know. I've had many fights with people. They're like, no, they're possums. And I'm like, no, they're opossums. And they're like, silent O. They're like, why is the O important? And because I'm like, because there's actual possums that have no O that live in Australia and they're very different and they're adorable. All right, that's fair. They're different. But I mean, it's not our fault that we have the same name. I know. And Australians have the same name, but we're just too lazy to pronounce all of the letters. True. <laughs> Classic America. I don't like that first letter. I ain't gonna say it. That's right, America. That's right, America. Just America. like we don't say A in America, we say America. America. Same thing. Ah, right. I never thought about it that way. That's right. That's right. Um, so, uh, we still have some in South America. Flying squirrels are marsupials. Those cute little sugar gliders. Marsupials. They are cute. 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 I had a girl have one as a pet. It was the cutest thing ever. Oh, cute. They're a lot of work, though. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I like tortoises and cats. Yeah, those are pretty, like... I'm a, I'm a low-maintenance mm-hmm. pet owner. I, I, You know, the tortoises, she's she kind of loves me, but the cats give a lot back. A lot less in, input, yes. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so, looking... I was actually looking this up, and I didn't realize this, but marsupials were actually... There were more diverse marsupials in South America than there ever were in Australia. Really? Um, yeah, there was just a shit ton of them. You um, and Mulliant or something. Um, so the the radiation of species, because we have a lot of different, I'm going to get into this more, but you have a lot of different marsupial types that are in Australia. You got radiation? Even more, not like, not like x-ray radiation or chemo radiation, but radiating from a common ancestor. Oh, like a diaspora. Mm. Yes, like a diaspora. There you yeah, go. well, you bring hey. a history term into this biology hey. podcast. Um, <laughs> so they were even more diverse in South America until... 2.5 million years ago in the Pliocene, guess what happened? They died. Panama. Oh, okay. Land bridge. So a land bridge showed up between North America and South America. North America had a really strong presence of eutherians, or basically placental mammals. We are placental mammals, cats. All of yeah. all of the more popular of mammals. You know, the things that like eat other shit and all that stuff. Yeah, but also the things that also eat grass but, like, and shit. giant sloths. That yeah. I think would be... Right? I want to bring those back. Those would be Me cool. I'm not, Who fuck, needs dinosaurs? Fuck Jurassic Park. I want Pleistocene era park. Yes. That's what I want, is I want yes. Pleistocene park. I mean, park. you can still have the badass, like, saber-toothed cats. Yeah, 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 but I want, but, like, mammoths. Like, mammoths and giant Mastodons, sloths. Giant sloths. Those weird horse things that have multiple toes. Yeah. Yeah, I want that. Isn't there one that has, like, a bunch of, like, different, like, weird-ass horns, too? Probably. <laughs> I don't know, but probably. <laughs> there's, like, mammal there's, like, rhinos with, like, crazy-ass, like, yeah. side horns. Yeah. I want that shit back. They'll, yeah, we need to do that. We need to do that. Their book idea. Book idea. Or, actually, like, once gene therapy gets that far along, <laughs> I'm gonna there be, you know. I'm gonna be that one guy, that old guy. I spared no expense. <laughs> Um, do they still talk about what Dolly the Lamb, the, like, first ever, mm-hmm. like, cloned mm. 
animal. Side note, did I tell you I saw Dolly the Lamb? No. Yeah, they have her at the Edinburgh Edinburgh um, Natural History Museum. They stuffed her. Oh, poor thing. Well, I mean, she but, died. But, yeah, yeah I was cool. like, oh, shit, it's Dolly. Like, I was just like, whoa. It was really cool. Anyways, back to marsupials. <laughs> I know, tangents. Um, so, uh, it looks like when that the land bridge developed between North and South America, all those placental mammals moved south. And turns out, placental mammals tend to be a lot better at exploiting niches than marsupials. And just in case... we're badass. We're badass. Um, and what I mean by niches is niche refers to... Or a niche. Well, we pronounce them niche. Shh. I, I, I do. Yeah. Or a niche. Niche. N-I-C-H-E. Ooh, I spelled it right. Yay. <laughs> um, a niche in evolutionary niche. terms is a specific... <laughs> drive you crazy. It's, it's going to drive me nuts. Because um, the thing is, I said niche for a long time, and then I started getting into biology classes, and they're like, you're saying it wrong. And I'm like, I Not say enough. Not. I say enough shit wrong. Like, there is Don't no tell tea me in this. that word. Niche. Niche. No, I agree. I totally agree with you, but I also have to translate for you. I know. So, niche. niche. But I totally, because I did the same thing. People would say, like, oh, it's a niche. I'm like, there is no fucking tea, tea in, in that, that word. In that word. Like, it is It is a niche. So, it refers to a specific, not environment, but a specific spot in the ecosystem that the animal fills. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like, the most simplistic of this would be, like, a predator. You have different predators that fill different niches. You have large-scale predators that fill, like, a top apex predator niche, like a wolf, like the gray wolves. That was a burp. Yeah, you can burp out loud. We're drinking. I know, but that's how I burp. I know. It's just so dainty. I'm like, like, because I'm over here like, bleh. <laughs> a, a, I'm like, an apex predator sp- fills a specific high tier in the food chain type of niche. Whereas you have mesopredators like coyotes that fill another type of niche where they're still a predator, but it's a very different like realm that they're acting as a predator. Does that make sense? Did I explain that well? It makes sense to me. Okay. Hopefully that works um, for the audience. Let's see. So you have An- like... Another good example that you can see is birds do this too in a tree. Oh, see, I'm going like totally not animals. I'm oh. I'm like think of like, okay, so uh, when you have a normal job, you have like your manager that doesn't really do anything but gets all the benefits from it because, right. you know, like they just kind of feed off or, the Or let's, let's talk about it this way. You go to a village in a medieval or a video game town. And you have one person that makes potions. Yeah, there you go. And one person that makes armor. Yeah. And then there's the weird hobo that has all the secrets to how to find the shrines that you're looking for. Those are niches. <laughs> you don't have to quote my Game of my uh, not Game of Thrones, my uh, Assassin's Creed to me. I was actually quoting Breath of the Wild to myself, no. <laughs> but same same you're idea. Like the weaver, the blacksmith, Smith. the uh, the priest, the person I get horses from. Uh, the priest. Yeah. 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 So that's what a niche is. Yeah. So, turns out, uh, eutherians, placental mammals, are really fucking good at exploiting these things for a couple of different reasons. Um, where are my notes on that specific thing? Oh, yeah. So, the reason why that we think this happens where marsupials predominate an area and then the eutherians come in and they're like, nah, fuck this. Get the fuck out. Um, we're not 100% sure that that's the case, but there's some good evidence that it is the case because, turns out, eutherians, we have taken over the world in a way that no other group of mammal has done before. Because we have uteruses. We have uteruses. The women. We're amazing. Yeah, uteruses are pretty cool. Women like, will... will uteruses? What's, the, what's the quote from Jurassic Park? Uh, uh, dinosaur... No, man creates, creates dinosaur, dinosaur eats, eats man. man woman inherits the earth. Boom! This podcast is just basically just going to be us quoting Jurassic Park. <laughs> I've actually been thinking about Halloween costumes this year, and I might go as girl Dr. Ian Malcolm and be like, uh, life uh, finds a way. <laughs> Just drop water on people's hands and tell them it's chaos theory, even though that's not actually what chaos theory is. It's so, like, at one point, weird. I need to be it's like, at one it's point not in the night. Even, like, super sexual. It's just, like, weirdly sexual. It's like, weirdly sexual. At one point in the night, I need to get injured and just, like, lie on the bar, like, with my <laughs> shirt button halfway down, like. Hi, Look at me, hi. I'm sexy injured scientist. Hi. Hi. And then I can just be the girl that like goes and like shoves my arm in a pile of dinosaur shit. Yeah. Oh, yay. oh that'd be perfect. I hope you wash your hands before you eat anything. <laughs> so, turns out eutherians are really good at explaining niches for a couple different reasons. Um, marsupials are great at being marsupials, but they're not really great at being anything else. Um, there's not as much functional variation. Mm. How do you be great at being a marsupial? You have a pouch. You raise weird embryo babies that maybe shouldn't have left your like body. Like panda bears. In your pouch. Yes, kind of like panda bears. <laughs> but panda bears aren't really good at being panda bears. 
They eat lots of bamboo. They do which eat is lots of bamboo. Not very efficient. No, the same 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 why, reason why koalas are kind of garbage. <laughs> They've picked the worst oh, thing to fucking oh. eat. Have I found a like sore spot? No, like, remember pandas, I brought it up. Pandas and koalas. Koalas kind of shitty. And everyone's like, oh my god, save them, because they look like bears. And I'm like, nah, save actual bears. You're like, but they're not bears. Save actual, save what polar bears. What about the red panda? Is that like more of like a... They're raccoon? like a raccoon. They're in the Procyanidae family, I think. Yeah. yeah, they're like raccoons. Which, so they're, they're like, all right, you get a pass, you're cool. Yeah, they're like... They're raccoons. They're like little, like, red-headed raccoons. They're yeah. horrible. So anyways, marsupials did not, like mammals, develop into a lot of other functional spots. There's no marine marsupials. There's no pouch whales. What about seahorses? Those are fish. Oh, but they're not mammals. They're not mammals. Okay, never mind. Just it's kidding. okay. <laughs> I'm like, but then, like, but the, the mama the mama seahorse so has that's the some, babies, and that's, the daddy seahorse has a pouch. Yeah, that's that's actually some convergent evolution where it turns out pouches oh, are actually really useful. Hey. hey. Um, I, I figured I'm onto something. But there's no flying. I mean, there's sugar gliders, but they glide. That's not flying. Flying and gliding yeah, are very different snakes. things. Yeah, there are snakes that glide. Yeah, so. that, that doesn't count. But there's no, like, bat marsupials. Well, one, because if you turn upside down, the baby's just going to fall out of your pouch. <laughs> it's like, oh no. oh, no, my baby. But, yeah, they, they, didn't, they learn, didn't learn how to take to the sky or take to the water, which actually is a huge food resource because there's a shit ton of plankton. That's so true. if you can figure out how to get in the ocean and eat all that shit in the ocean. What about flying fish? Those, okay, they don't actually fly. They're just jumping. They're just jumping. <laughs> but same thing with bats. Bats are in the air, right? So they get to take advantage of all those insects. That are in the air. So, obviously, eutherians, placental mammals, are really good at exploiting more niches than marsupials. So there's that. There's also not a huge size difference. The biggest marsupial that's ex- alive today, that's extant, in other words, extinct means dead. Yeah. Species but is dead. Like extant means the species is still around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So the largest extant marsupial is the red kangaroo, which is big. But not that big. And but they can fucking kick your ass. I know, but the big but also think about like the biggest placental mammal is a whale blue whale. I'm working on it. Which is huge. That's true. Yeah, like that's a that's a big old Don't you judge me my verbs. I'm not judging your verbs. I'm not judging your verbs. Working on it. I will do better next time. Next next podcast. Everyone's gonna be waiting for you to actually burp (laughs) on 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 tape. Do my best. Do your best. You need to ask Bradley how I actually fart as I'm sleeping. Oh man, how did you grow up around me? That's probably why I am. Probably, because I, I was just very I'm like, oh, I've just been very open about my gases my entire life. Yeah, I remember you coming out of the bathroom? You're like, I farted in the shower and it turned into a soap bubble. <laughs> I forgot about that. I it forgot was like about that. Green and iridescent, and it was really cool. And then I popped it, and it smelled bad. <laughs> Oh my god, I had forgotten about that. <laughs> you almost got, you got your nose. I almost just, like, spit-taked. Why did I take a swallow? That was a bad idea. <laughs> no, remember how our entire Girl Scout troop named me Fart Queen? No. Yes! Yes, it was, was actually... Was that before we got separated, though? Yes, it was before we got separated. Okay. Because you came on the SeaWorld trip with us, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's that trip when Where it got... Ashley was, like, throwing up tuna all over the place, and we had to actually go to Camp Pendleton mm-hmm. to clean out the car Yeah. at Kara's older sister's house oh i don't remember that part Uh, Uh because i got super sick that trip too yeah because i had like i had the the whole like i couldn't talk thing i had laryngitis really bad but i was farting a bunch because we had eaten beans so i was just farting because in my house it was allowed and everyone made me damn me in a fart queen which was very disappointing that whole girl scout troop made a shit ton of fun of me but now but now it's like a sense of joy i'm like fart queen that's right queen of farts you have crowned me (laughs) <laughs> you crowned me as such. I am the best. Um, anyways, back on topic. Marsupials. <laughs> not good. The other thing marsupials haven't uh, done that um, we as placental mammals have is they don't have highly high, uh, highly complex social behavior. You don't they have... Don't. Yeah, they don't have like... Huh. Like, even like... Uh, if you could see my face now, I'm looking quizzical. Like, hmm. Mm. Hmm. She's stroking mm. her chin a bit. Like, she maybe has a beard. Think of, uh, you know, um, the droid of Pirate Roberts. <laughs> hmm. hmm. So they don't have highly, which has also been shown to not only just like have advantages because you work as a group, but also has shown a lot of uh, correlation to real higher order brain structures. Because if you're in a social group, you have to have, be really adaptable behaviors. So you have to be able to like calculate a bunch of different outcomes in your brain. I did my undergrad thesis on this. Huh. Yeah. 
So this is like this is the whole thing about development. Fascinating. Hmm. Fascinating. Hmm. Um, and also they have fucking tiny peanut babies. They do. And that's not advantageous. Like I mean, as humans when we're born we're pretty helpless. But a lot of mammals like think think of giraffes. They drop six feet and then they're like, whoopsie do, ready to run. Yeah. Like <laughs> marsupials can't do that. I mean I don't know about you, but I was running when I was born. Come on. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. Totally. Totally. For sure. My mom's really proud of the fact that when I was uh, in, like, baby class, when I was 18 months old, I got kicked out of the 18-month-old group because I was walking all the kids. Oh, my God. Sounds about right, right? Sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds kick, accurate. Kicking in the face. Murder! Um, so, yeah, once that land bridge came, came across to connect North America and South America, all those South American marsupials were kind of fucked. So, now they, they're all gone now. Um, That's because Australia is an island. Right, exactly. We're going to get into that. So this is this is what happened. Is again Gondwana like type of guano? Yes, guano. Guano Wakanda. Guano Wakanda. (laughs) It's no longer Gondwana. It's Guano Guano Wakanda. So I mean, we're 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 far enough alcohol wise. It's just Guano Wakanda now, (laughs) which is also kind of hard to say too. Just Guano. Just Guano. No Guano Wakanda. Guanawanda, Guanawanda, That's where we're at. Guanawanda. Um, so basically, like again, a if you're lucky, I might snort. Oh, you might. (laughs) Uh, so we have like this our kind of archaic lineage of mammals, marsupials, monotremes, successful in other continents of Guandana, but once they got attached to other continents with plus Guanda. Once they got to touch continents. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes. Wakanda. Wakanda. Wearing marsupials. Wearing that pouch. Oh, hi. Hey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're <laughs> fucking idiots. So, archaic lineages did well in these other Gondwana continents before being attached to Laurasia continents and having placental mammals run them over. However, Australia is an example of, as we've just said, a massive fucking island. Mm-hmm. It's it's it is a continent, but kind of it's just a it's big like fat island. If if uh, Charles Darwin had discovered Australia, like his fucking wedding. Can you dream. imagine? Can you imagine the that's, amount of excitement that, that is, Darwin would have had? No, that is like his fucking wet dream. Yes, like, he he found what the Galapagos, pff, big deal, and the Canary Islands, right? Yeah, like ooh, yeah, I think so. On the Beagle, which is a stupid name for a boat. No, and it's a great name for a boat. It's a terrible name for a boat. Aww. it's a dog. Yeah, it's that's a good name for a boat. Water. It's not even like a re- it's not even like a golden retriever. It's not even like a water dog. It's that's true. It's not a webbed foot dog, but it's beagles a- are loyal. No. Oh, no. okay. I don't know. No, I don't like. Well, I mean, they are, I don't but like no. It. I disagree. And if he had found Australia, who'd been like, oh my, looking good, no lost his shit. <sighs> Captain Cook. It was wasted on Captain Cook when he found it. Yeah, he was just like, all right, yeah, too right. <laughs> um, so so again. Uh, talking about it being a big old island. So there's a whole, like, study, uh, studies about... Wait, 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 wait. We have to correct that. Captain Cook did not find Australia. No, the... The Aborigines found Australia. Australia. Yes, That's absolutely. That's a part of, like, the I apologize. Polynesian diaspora. Use that word again. Because <laughs> my, ironically, uh, history and uh, psychology of Nazi Germany teacher, his, like, area of expertise is the Oceanic Diaspora. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yes, he just got reined into Nazi Germany because he's German, and his grandfathers were, were Nazis. Oh, shit! So, yeah, both his granddads were Nazis. So, good times. And he did a really good job. <laughs> nice. But, I bet he did, yeah. But his area of expertise is, uh... The Oceanic Diaspora. So, uh, Which is something we're going to... Shout out to Raynard Bushman. <laughs> shout Yay. out. That's actually something that I want to come back to that we talked about throwing on this episode, but I know we're already like, we're, we're doing really good on time right now. Uh, so we'll have to come back to it because I also want to talk about that too, because that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, but island, gi- uh, island biogeography is like 100% a fucking thing. Yeah. Because if you think about it, and I'm sorry if this sounds like I'm being like, listen up here, kids, about islands. But if you think about it, like an island basically is an area that is isolated by completely uninhabitable habitat for these animals. Well, it's like island foxes for us. Exactly. Which I'm going to get into. I'm going to record an episode about the Channel Islands when I'm out there on Friday. So, shh. Are you on Friday? Yeah. For my oh, birthday. For birthday. So, insular uh, island biogeography has actually kind of turned into this weird field where they also use it to... Uh, research not just like 
true islands, but areas like mountaintops. So, like, let's say you have oh, a mountaintop okay, yeah, where, you, where you have, like, a plant or an animal that can only exist at, like, high altitudes like, and cold weather. Like yeah. That. But they get isolated on these little mountaintops, and they can't get to another mountaintop. So, essentially, that acts as an island. It's very fascinating. Um, like, I feel like I could just do a whole set of seminar classes on island biogeography. And, like I said, I'm going to talk about it more when I go out to Santa Cruz on Friday. Just, like, narrow things down a little bit more. Yeah. But anyways, so Australia is a great example of this because you have basically these kind of archaic lineages of things or like, like marsupials. Even compare Australia to like Tasmania and yeah. the different kinds of like biodiversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, is like Tasmania itself is just like okay, we're kind of mini Australia and also isolated. But so. they're also just kind of like a windblown fucking rock. This it gets snowy there too, which is always weird to think about. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, because they're close enough to Antarctica. And then New Zealand is also a trip too, because New Zealand's it's a whole set of things, as you can, as we've talked about, like you don't call kiwis Australians, you don't call Australians Sheep kiwis, shagas. Sheep shagas. Sheep shagas. kiwis, kiwis. Um, so when animals and plants or any sort of organism gets isolated like this from the mainland, you have evolution of certain traits. Either things get bigger, they get smaller, they get brighter they start to lose flight but basically it's all like a mechanic operating on like there is no competition with other things so you can basically develop and fill these niches that would be taken over by bigger badder ass yeah they have a monopoly is what's happening so what you saw birds have a monopoly on bugs (laughs) yep so what you would see on australia is you actually saw the like end product of all this isolation and these animals filling niches so things like Numbats, which is not a wombat. Like, no, I know what a wombat is. What's a numbat? A numbat is a insectivore that burrows. They look kind of weirdly like aardvarks. Not related what? to aardvarks at all. But they're basically like I marsupial aardvark version. Yeah, look it up a picture of it. They're fucking trippy. Like N-U-M-B bat? N-U-M, yeah, numbat. And then wombats are kind of like burrowing rodent types. Um... You had oh, predators evolve, like the thylacine. Oh, it's like a ground squirrel and an armadillo. Yeah, they're cute. But they're pretty big. But it looks like a squirrel. It looks like Crash Bandicoot, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's probably where they got the idea for it. Right? Aren't Bandicoots all marsupials? Oh, shit. No. Oh, please. Maybe. Look it up. Bandicoot. Use your magic phone to tell me. Bandicoot. Bandicoot. Those are South American? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot looks nothing like a bandicoot. He looks like a numbat. Yeah, he does. Wampa fruit. Where are wampa fruit? Because because that looks like a rat. Yeah. Oh, it's still cute though. Yeah, looks like a rat. Yeah, but I also think rats are cute. Um, so you would see <laughs> you stuff. Would. Yeah, you know, but you would see stuff like thylacines, like Tasmanian tigers, yes. were hardcore predators that looked kind of like dogs and wolves. They were kind of like dogs, and they had like a like a really crazy jaw. Yeah. So some of some of the things with the marsupials and doing this research, I was like, oh, it looks like you told like an Australian with a crayon with a crayon in his fist, like this is what a like, dog looks Rrr. like, and they drew a dog, and it didn't look quite right. You're like sure. Like that's what the thylacine looked like. So it was very similar in structure and behavior yeah. and what it fit, but it was just like we did not have the right like building blocks to start this out so we kind of had to make do <laughs> like this is what and then you got maybe? you get tasmanian devils which are kind of almost like cat like weasel cats they're yeah but i also see like wolverine like, in there a little yeah bit yeah too. so you kind of get these like weird mustelid which is yeah. weasels wolverines yeah. like martins which are tasmanian devils kind of fit that but also kind of look cat-like so, and but basically, weird basically mammals fucked them and if we had not had mammals there would be some badass marsupials not mammals world. placental mammals you gotta placental clarify because marsupials are mammals <laughs> no yes no they make the milks no. they make the milks all right so if Placental mammals had not been around, then marsupials would be like would have been taken Tops. over the world, right? Which which you see in they're Australia. They're very diverse, though. Like, yes. If you look at like some of the extinct ones. Yes. Or the ones because you that had like people made extinct, like we, the fucking thylacine. Yeah. But then you also had like Pleistocene megafauna and marsupials too in yeah. those countries. Like they're like the equivalent to like our giant horses, giant rhinos. They had giant marsupial things, like giant fucking kangaroos that were nine feet tall. 
Like, so, those exist. That's actually kind of scary. Those, right? <laughs> but those existed in the Pleistocene era. era. And then once the climate kind of changed. And also, the Pleistocene era is really interesting because that's the first time you see humans affecting species. So, the, so my question. Yeah. With, like, climate, with, like, the changing of climate and, like, diets and stuff, because obviously, like, what's available, do, like, animals change their average height and weight like people do? Yes. We're animals. That's clients. That's actually something else we can get into at a later point, but there's this thing called clients where depending on what your environment is like, you can be the same species, but you can be wildly differently shaped. Well, yeah, because there's, Colored. There's... You see it in mule deer in specific. If you look back at, like, historical documents, there's, like, some plains in Indians that, like, their average height before uh, Europeans got here was, like, close to seven feet. Yeah. Because they were well-fed. Well-fed. And athletic. Yeah. And then you look at the super healthy, like, uh, Eskimos, and they're, like, teeny tiny fat people because that's what they, they needed to survive their environment. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. It's, 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 it, you can see that 100% across species. Interesting. Yeah, so that's clients. That's, like, a whole other thing. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm you had... I'm interested in anthropology, but I have never studied it. So here we go. <laughs> we'll put it there. It's the, it's so cool. Anthropology is so cool. <laughs> It is. It's awesome. So, part of this whole effect that you see from this insular or island geography is you see Wallace's line. Have you heard of that before? Where Ru- Russell... Was it Russell Alfred Wallace? He was like a... But I have seen walruses lying around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also cool. Also another topic. <laughs> walruses are for another time. But Wallace's line, there's a very specific line that you see in Indonesia, in the islands where... Like to the west of that line, okay. It's all Asian type type species, so Laurasia stock. Yeah. And to the east of that line, you see Papua New Guinea, Australian, those types of species. So like ratites, marsupials, uh, Proteaceae plants and stuff like that. And it's a very specific line, and it's really I weird. Like plants in there. Yeah, I try. I try. I'm trying to be better at plants. Plants are really important, guys, but they're just kind of boring. They don't but move. Not. They don't move. They are interesting. I don't care about you them. You might need to eat them. Yeah, plant, eating plants is good. <sighs> eating plants is delicious. If you are stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Yes, I know. You need to eat things. <laughs> you need to know what you can eat and what you can't you can't eat. eat. Plants. Fungi, okay. though. Once again, shout out Les Stroud. <laughs> shout out Les Stroud. Um, but you can see that, and it's even interesting that that line has persisted even till now. Even because now the islands are more inter- interconnected. But until very recently, those plates, it's very two separate plates. The line kind of falls on the same, like, plate line for the tectonic yeah. plates. And up until very recently, there was a sea, the Tethys Sea that existed there, that still led to that isolation. So, yeah. the only Eutheran mammals that made it without human interference to Australia are bats. Well, which makes awesome. sense, because they can fly. Yeah. So fl- And bats are awesome. And bats are awesome. But water isn't much of a deterrent to things that can fly. What? So, I know, right? So there's only actually two ge- gen- genera, which is the plural form of genus. There's two genus, but they're uh, all the species of bat in Australia attribute to 7% of the species worldwide. Really? Yeah, so there's obviously a lot of di- diversification that went on when bats finally got to Australia. Yeah. They're like, let's make all these different species and fill out these different niches because there was That's no competition. Cool. That's actually really cool. And then you also have rodentia because rodents are fucking everywhere. So there's a couple species of mice, but it's also interesting because those mice that are there are from, uh, that share traits with a older common ancestor, so they're more like an archaic mouse. Okay. So everything else that's in Australia that is a eutheran mammal, except for bats and these mice, basically we introduced dingoes, are a product of us, dingoes. Dango ate my baby. Ate my baby. Dingoes ate my baby. So dingoes are basically feral dogs. I'm surprised because... They just look like dogs. They kind of just. How long have dingoes been around? So it would have been like since it was. I didn't get a number. Discovered by Aborigine. No, it was actually it's been like Abor. It was an Aborigine introduction. They brought dogs with. Yeah, yeah. So Pleistocene era, like ten, fifteen to ten thousand years. Okay. Something like that. See, yeah, it would have to be a little while because they all have, like, a similar coat color and right. all that. So. Which is something that you see out of, like, a bottleneck type of thing where it's yeah. just maybe, like, like I, I don't know the exact number. I didn't look Lots into... Lots of inbreeding. I didn't look into dingoes, but it's probably, like, five dogs. Yeah. Or, like, the common ancestors of dingoes is a guess that I have. Yeah. And then Lots of sh- sheep, types. rabbits, all that stuff was all introduced by humans. So everything else... Uh, and other than that, it's, like, all that stuff was kind of introduced as, like, food. So, to a certain extent, the populations are actually kind of controlled. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, Australia is just mostly mammals, and that's why it's just one big fat island that came from a series Except of continents. For the reptiles. Except for the reptiles, I didn't even get to into the reptiles. I like, I was like, I'm like, we have plenty to talk about just with mammals alone. There's, I feel like I might know more about reptiles in Australia than I do about, but that also kind of goes to uh, Steve Irwin because yeah. he was all you know, Look at this crocodile being. hunter, crocodile hunter. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about like there was like two weeks ago I was running. Uh, near home on uh, Las Lajas and coming back and there was a guy like a kid maybe like 16 on his mountain bike and he had a uh, snake hook and I was like that was like a parent that was like I don't like you touching snakes here's a little here's a, here's hook. a tool for you that's cool though <laughs> So, I liked it. Anyways, basically, like, to answer the first part of the question of, like, why is Australia so weird? One, part of the supercontinent that has weird, archaic forms of animal, uh, like, organismal life. Yeah. And also, island. Island. It's so, an island. So, Guanawakanda. <laughs> island. Guanawakanda. So, basically, we spent almost an hour talking about... Guano. Guanawakanda. <laughs> island. Do you feel like you know more about Australia? Sure. Yes. <laughs> Thank, that sounds real confident. <laughs> Thanks, Beck. Thanks, Beck. Uh, so, yes, um, yes, I do. Now I know about uh, the meta... The Metasupials. Metasupials? <laughs> Metasupials. New band name. Call on it. <laughs> Man, like, where's the Metasupials? Like, and, so like... Oh, my God. Is it a reggae band? I hate it. <laughs> it doesn't Not, have to be. They can just talk like that. I guess. Maybe they're a ska band. I'd be more into that. Anyways. Uh, the Nard. The Nard. The Nard started ska. Oh, Jesus. Anyways, this has been Becca Audrey as my guest. Uh, can you spell your Instagram handle for us? It's at... Oh, hold please. Oh, hang on. Spelling I'm terrible is hard. with spelling, so... Well, because I can't know. say it right, so it's just like I'm like... You? It's uh, A-I-E-L underscore runner. So R U N N E R. Follow her on Instagram. Um, we're on Instagram at, at @buzzedbiology, and then my personal account is at Stevie Roxell. Um, sounds like how it's spelled. You'll find it from the Buzz Biology account, I'm sure. <laughs> um, follow us on whatever podcasting platform you prefer to use. Yep. Um, rate. I don't. Don't rate us. This is our first episode. Yeah. Maybe don't rate us on this <laughs> maybe, one. Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Maybe give us, like give, a us give us a little bit more time. We're, we're gonna work on this. We're working on this. I like. I hope it was entertaining for you as it was for us to record. <laughs> I won't always be here, so it's fine. Oh, don't sell yourself short, Beck. Oh, <laughs> that's part of our banter. Is it's yes. like our, our fucking like banter that's old enough to rent a car banter. Satan, 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 Satan. That's Satan. An inside joke. Satan. Um, but yeah, uh, follow us on all the various social media platforms. I theoretically still have a Twitter, even though I never use it. Um, and we're not even gonna talk about Facebook because fuck that shit. Yeah, Fuck that platform. I have one, but I'm not giving it to you. No, so no. you won't. You won't find me. Anyways, you guys go out there, have good drinks, yes. uh, do some exploring, learn something new today. Um, good talking to you guys, and I will. Uh, you gonna say something back before I sign off? I'll say good night. Good night. That's good night. What, is, <laughs> what are we ASMR podcast now? <laughs> good night. The you put the lotion on your skin. <laughs> it puts. All right, good night and good beer, everyone. Cheers, folks. Cheers. Prost. Prost. Slancha.